You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Sent but not successful, you guys. This is what I want you all to know today. We have to know the truth because it is the truth that sets us free. It talks about that in John 8 and 36. Jesus was a truth. He came to bring us the meat, the truth that will help liberate us so that we are not living in bondage, you guys. As you know your identity, you will know your authority. Jesus came as a reminder to show us this. He came to show us that we literally have more power than we than we know. We literally are operating or are citizens of heaven and therefore we have the authority or a mandate to to be able to rule and reign within this earthly realm. Sometimes we don't know who we are. And because we don't know our identities, we allow things to happen to us and we stay within that place, even though God has given us the ability to come out victoriously. You know, as it talks about in Isaiah 54 and 17, it says, no weapon formed against you will prosper. It will not work. If it's in there, if it's in the Bible, you guys, you have to hold on to it because it's golden. It's something that you literally can believe that's going to work for your life. I'll go ahead and read Isaiah 54 because I want to kind of del- you know, dive in here today so that we can understand what it is that God is saying. Um, Isaiah chapter 54, it says, Sing, O barren, you who are not born. And it says, break forth into sing, singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed, neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame. For you will forget the shame of your youth and will not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. For your maker is your husband and the Lord of hosts is his name. And your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth for the Lord has called you like a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, like a youthful wife when you were refused, said your God. For a mere moment, I have forsaken you, but with great mercies, I will gather you. With a little wrath, I hid my face from you for a moment, but with everlasting kindness, I will have mercy on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. For this is like the waters of Noah to me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah Noah would no longer cover the earth. So I have sworn that I would not be angry with you nor rebuke you for the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has mercy on you. 
O you afflicted one, tossed with tempest and not comforted, behold, I will lay your stones with colorful gems and lay your foundations with sapphires. I will make your pinnacles of rubies, your gates of crystal, and all of your walls of precious stones. All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established, you shall be far from oppression. For you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near you. Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Behold, I've created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the spoiler to destroy, to destroy <laughs> That's interesting right there. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is for me, says the Lord. This is interesting. As I was reading this um, chapter 54, Isaiah 54, verse 16, um, it, it, what really stuck out to me right now, is it says, behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. And then get this, he says, and I have created the spoiler to destroy. <laughs> Listen, understand that no weapon formed against you will prosper. Whatever it is that you face in life, there is always a remedy. There's always a way out. God would never allow you to be in a situation if there was not a way out for you to be victorious. You guys, the Bible talks about, especially when I go back and reiterate this, and every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. Some may see this as, of course, um, God is condemning or, or you're going to condemn it. But either way, you have to understand the authority that is fighting for you and know that you're covered. The enemy was defeated the first time he fell like lightning from heaven. And, and it's talked about in Luke chapter 10, verse 17 and 18. This was the earthly, um, the earthly death that he had when he, when he fell like lightning, you have to understand that the enemy had already been defeated in the spiritual realm. Luke chapter 10, 17 through 18, it says when the um, 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him. They're talking about reported to, uh, to Jesus. It says, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. And then verse 18, it says, he told them, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Chapter nine, uh, verse 19, look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy and you can walk among, among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. Verse 20, but do not rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. Listen, when I read that, that spoke volumes to me. It is literally saying when Jesus said, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. You have to grab a hold of what I'm saying. Jesus was letting them know when he fell like lightning, something changed. Something changed in the spiritual realm and something changed in this earthly realm. When Satan fell, 
fell like lightning. Listen, there was a position or a power change. He lost the authority or his position. He lost his assignment. You have to understand when he perpetrated or tried to be like God, when he tried to take the glory from God, not only did he fall, but the ones that were with him, the ones that trusted him, the ones that believed him, those fallen angels fell with him as well. You got to understand this, you guys. If you can grasp this part right here, you can hold on to the scent, but not successful that God is saying to you. The weapon may be formed, but it's not going to prosper in your life. Satan already, he, he was, his name was Lucifer, but his name changed when his position changed. Sometimes you have to understand that when you are in position, that denotes the authority that you carry. Listen, um, as you know your identity, you will know your authority. This is why it's so important to not get out of position. Stay in position. Stay in the position that God has chosen you to be in because when you do that, you're going to be able to operate and see the results that God has created you to have. Again, Luke chapter 10, verse 17 and 18, it reminded us that Jesus said when he saw Satan fall like lightning, he said, he told them, I saw Satan fall like lightning. And then right after that, look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. Listen, you guys. That right there is everything. It really, 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 really is. You have the authority that God has given you. Satan is already defeated. And too many times we give him too much power. The only power that he has is what we give him. He works with deception. That is his number one tool is to deceive you. It's if he can deceive you, guess what? You can be defeated. You cannot be deceived out of your birthright. You cannot be defeated out of the authority that God has given you. Jesus already told us. Us, that he failed, that Satan fell like lightning. Lucifer then became Satan because his nature changed, his his um his uh, position changed, the posture changed. Therefore, the authority changed. Understanding that, you guys, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And it also talks about that more in depth in Ezekiel 28. God has shown me so many gold nuggets that you may not even have heard before. But God has been talking to me and sharing these um, these secrets and these things with me for years, over a decade. And he's given me the ability and the go ahead to release this stuff now. But Ezekiel 28, it talks about uh, Lucifer losing his place. He lost his power. And you have to understand that you cannot give him your power by allowing him to de to deceive you. And so um, understand this, that uh, once, you know, understand this, that you can overcome anything because your name is written in heaven. And, and that that also stuck out to me as well. In Luke chapter um, 10, the verse 20, it says, but don't rejoice because evil spirits ob obey you, but rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. Listen, even the evil spirits understand where you where you come from. The evil spirits understand who you're connected to. Those evil spirits understand that you are a child of God of the most high. There is there's not a coincidence that the attacks attempt to come after you. You have to understand that you carry the light. God is on the inside of you. And you, before you hit this earth, you are already known with him up there. You are already known in the spiritual realm. So do not be confused. Don't be confused. The attacks that come against your life are strategic from the enemy. They are strategic, but you cannot be afraid because again, no weapon formed against you will prosper. And, and um, Jesus already reminded us that in 
in uh, Luke 10, 19, he said, look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. Keep that, guys. I'm going somewhere. And so um, so just to reiterate, once Satan lost his power, you know, once Lucifer lost his power, became Satan, then there was no turning back for him. Jesus defeated the enemy again. It's, uh, Lucifer fell. He became Satan. He was defeated already in the spiritual realm. Then when he fell to earth, Jesus came and defeated him again for you and I, when Jesus rose up from the dead. And that right there was the, the solidification, or that was the, the, um, that was what we needed to see literally that we can walk in the image and the likeness of God and do exactly what Jesus did. We literally can be free because he said who the son has set free is free. Indeed. Jesus did that thing it, and there. That was the final thing when he said it is finished. Literally, he it literally was finished. And we have to begin to live in that place. So many times we are living um, outside of that place. We're pleading and we're begging for things that Jesus has already done. I want us to be a people to recognize and understand our identity, to recognize and understand our authority, to recognize and understand exactly what Jesus has already done for our lives. You guys, it. it so many things are already done, but a lot of times we become blind to it or we become ignorant of it because of the forces that attempt to come against our lives because of the pressure that comes on us. We, we, we fold at times and we say, I'm done. I'm tired, this and that. But God is coming today to remind you that, listen, it is not over because God said that you have the victory. You have to, to uh, gravitate to the truth. You have to gravitate to what God has already told you and what you know to be um, authentic. And so um, the weapon was sent, but it can't prosper. Even though you went through hell, you have to remember the one who overcame hell, who went to the lower parts of the earth so that you and I could be free eternally. It talks about that in Ephesians 4 and 9. So when hell tried to come your way, you stood your ground and you declared, the Lord rebuke you. Keep moving and get out. Listen, you have been redeemed. Can't you see that God strategically planted where planted you where you are to grow and to prepare you for where you are going? No, God does not bring sickness, poverty, depression, the divorce. He didn't bring that on you. The molestation he didn't bring on you. But keep in mind, all things are working together for your good. As it talked about in Isaiah 54, and it talked about in, at the end of verse 16, who brings forth and um, it says, and I have created the spoiler to destroy. Listen, there's always a purpose for whatever it is that God created. Understand that. Yes, the enemy may be roaming around and, and, and attempting to do to do this and that. But God has a plan. God has always had a plan. When Jesus came here, came here, excuse me. He already coined us victorious. And as we walk through this life, we're pretty much walking through a movie or a script that's already been uh, written, already been uh, walked out and already has been uh, victoriously ended. We're literally just walking through what Jesus has already done. He already said we have the, victor the, the victory. He already said we have the authority. But as we live this life, as we have come from heaven to earth, literally, we are spirits that's housed in a fleshly body that has 
have a soul, but we have assignment here on this earth. And that is to carry out the very purpose to bring the kingdom of God here in this earth to literally let them know who and whose we belong to and who we are within God. You guys, you have to understand what God is trying to do and what he has always wanted to do through your life. Do not allow hell to win. Don't allow hell to trick you out of your birthright. And so you have to declare Romans 8 and 28 every time that, you know, it may not feel good. The things that you're going through, it may not, you know, you may not be able to understand everything, but know that there's a greater plan and that you are, you already have the victory Wear your armor with confidence because it works. The armor of God, it talks about that in Ephesians six, um, chapter six, verses 11 through 18, you have to be covered correctly. And it talks about how, um, the helmet is the salvation. It talks about the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith. It talks about the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It talks about the gospel of peace that's on your feet. It talks about the shield of faith. You guys understand what you carry, because when you understand what you carry, guess what? You are going to remind the enemy that you have the victory. You know, it may have seemed like you were not going to make it while going through that sickness or having no energy or even the mindset to keep moving forward. But look around. You are still here. When there is breath left in your body, you have to understand that there is still purpose for your life. You have literally you may have literally been down to your last dollar. But look around. God still covered you and those bills got paid. Yes, you may have gone through the repossession. You may have gone through the eviction you may have gone through the foreclosure but look you are still here if God brought you out of anything and you still have your right mind you have to remind yourself or use your past successes as a weapon even though things may not have gone exactly as you planned understand that God has the master plan because ultimately he shall get the glory the same God that brought you out back then is the same God that will bring you out right now, even if you have to be carried. You guys, in this life, we can't be fooled. Yes, we are children of God. We really are. We, we are kingdom people. And our, you know, I get on here and I say royal people, kings and queens. It is the truth that we, you know, these are, this is our authority. This is who God created us to be. But it doesn't mean that we won't be tested. But again, you have to remember, even though you're tested, God has already given you the victory. So you can't allow that depression to, to creep in every time something doesn't go your way. But you have to keep the mindset that if God is allowing me to go through it, guess what? He's going to show up in it and bring me out of it. You have to capture every thought, everything that tries to torment, everything that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Capture it. You capture it by literally not feeding it. You capture it by not giving it the attention that it wants. Trust what you feed will grow. So when those negative thoughts and, and attitudes come within your being to try to overtake your mindset so that it could try to pervert or contaminate the very being that God created you to be, grab a hold of it and say, not, not today. You won't have my mind today. You won't have the very peace that God has given me. Because again, you have to know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you it strengthens you as it talks as it is talked about in a feet in uh, Philippians 413 know that God gives you strength to overcome and, and get out of anything 
even if it's borrowed. Know that God will bring you through it. You guys, you're not alone going through the situations and the circumstances that you face in life. God promises that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And that is just what it is. And so when we look at the stories in the Bible, uh, we should be reminded that even though arrows were sent, even though the attacks were sent, it could not prosper. You know why? Because God has a plan for your life. There's purpose for your life. You weren't meant to, you weren't meant to be destroyed, but you were meant to prosper. You were literally meant to be an overcomer. And that's exactly what you're going to do if you do not quit. See in Ephesians uh, chapter 37 uh, verses 5 through 28, it talks about when Joseph was sold to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver, then taken to Egypt, which is representation of bondage. He was tested and tried in Egypt, but God had bigger plans. Even though his own brothers, his own blood sold him into slavery, God allowed him to go because he understood that even though he was in a pit, he was going to uh, be in a palace, eventually becoming the second in charge in Egypt. Get that. Somebody that tried to you know, set you up, do something evil, do something wicked. And they say, huh, they're not going to succeed. They think they all that. They think this, they think that. And they're saying that because they see the gold. They see what God has created you to be. They see the light that God has created you to be. But understand that it's not going to work. So it's not, even though it's not your desire to go through hell, God is with you through, regardless of what you go through. You know, and it even talks about that in the Bible. And I believe it was David talks about if he makes his bed in hell, God is there. If he make his bed, wherever it is, God is there. So you have to understand that when you go through hell, God is with you, but you will get promoted in the end. Slavery could not stop the plan that God had for Joseph's life. Prison could not stop the plan that God had for Joseph's life. When his when Potiphar's wife tried to sleep with Joseph, that could not stop the plan that God had for his life. What was meant to destroy Joseph actually ended up blessing him. The very thing that was sent and meant to to debilitate you, to shut you down, to kill you is going to be meant, is going to be used to bless you. I'm, I'm I'm a living witness, you guys. Your light can still shine in the midst of storms. Joseph used his gifts to interpret dreams that catapulted him into his death destiny. Even though Joseph went through hell, the prophetic gift of interpreting dreams did not leave him. You know why? Because God was with him. God is the source that gives you the strength and the energy and the strategy needed to get out of whatever it is. He does not leave you, you guys. The anointing remains when you go through hell. And so Joseph used his gifts while going through hell and he did not allow anything to silence his purpose and his identity. Yes, I'm going to say that again. Listen, just like Joseph in Genesis chapter 37, 5 through 28, do not allow anything to silence your purpose and your destiny. You guys, it is imperative. The only way you're going to not receive it is if you quit, if you give up, if you throw in the towel. But honestly, some of you are at the point where if you try to throw in the towel, God would throw it back at you because you cannot give up. Another story in the Bible is about 2 Kings chapter 4 uh, verses 1 through 7. It speaks of a certain woman of the wives of the son of prophets. She cried out to her. She cried out due to her husband being dead but now the creditors were coming to take her sons to be slaves it seemed like there was no resolution but she knew who to cry out to you guys, God, again, will never leave you. The arrow was sent, but it wasn't successful in her life. 
In the end, after following the instructions of Elisha the prophet, she became debt free. You guys, listen, I'm, I'm trying to encourage you guys. I know I'm in, being encouraged by the words that God, that God is giving me right now. Did you hear that? She followed the instructions of the prophet and guess what? She became debt free. When God gives you a word, when he tells you anything, you cannot hesitate. You cannot have any reservations about it, but you have to move when he says move what is in your house this woman became debt free some of you have may have been attacked in your finances and and know that um the enemy it doesn't matter you know he'll try to come at you and he'll try to hit you with a low blow but know that your next season will bring you financial release and it can make you debt free again like i said the enemy may have tried to attack you in your finances but just because the enemy hits you with a low blow i declare and decree and i speak that your next season will bring you financial release that will make you debt free you have to begin to receive this thing you guys that very thing that brought this woman pain was the very thing that aided her in her financial breakthrough you have to see that your storms can promote you you guys and another story is is daniel chapter 3 verses 8 through 30 and it talk about shatrat meshach and abednego and when you know your identity, you guys, again, you know your authority. These men, they fear God and they knew who they were. The attack, the attack, um, was made to try to come against them to kill them after they refused to bow down to worship um, King um, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, golden image, but they refused to bow down. You guys, you cannot compromise under pressure. Remember, when God has called you to do a certain thing, when he has set you in a place, even though they were taken from, you know, they were taken from um, pretty much hostage from being from their city and areas being taken over. But they even though they were in a foreign land, you guys, they knew not to compromise. They knew that their God was with them. You guys, you have to know that God is with you no matter what. They refused to bow down to that golden image. And you have to know that God had bigger plans for them. The very people that tried to come against them were the very people that literally in the end had to bless them you have to know that literally god will prepare a table before you prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies those who literally try to come against you he will use them as your footstools and you know in this story those that tried to come against them the the, the men that the king had you know uh called to go up and to heat up the furnace seven times hotter they end up dying because the heat was so strong but you have to understand if you read that story you're going to be reminded that not only were the three in that fiery furnace but there was a fourth man god was in there and at that point and at that time the enemy knew that there was nothing that he could do to stop the plan of god there was nothing that he could do to stop the purpose and the destiny of a chosen person in the in that story of of Genesis chapter 37 5 through 8 about Joseph and 2nd Kings 4 1 through 7 about the certain woman and Daniel 3 8 through 30 about Shadrach Meshach and Abednego nothing could stop the plans of God the weapon may have been sent but you have to understand that it will not be successful not only did the attacks fail but the very furnace they were thrown in literally could not be effective against their lives and they came out not even 
smelling like smoke. When God brings you through a situation, he has a way of making it look like making it look like you don't look like what you've been through. Not only you guys did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego make it out of the attack unharmed, but an addict was sent out by the king himself that initially sent them to be put in the furnace. And in, in the end, he ensured that anyone that spoke against the one and only true living God would be cut into pieces. Listen, they were promoted. God is going to allow your pain to promote you. Listen, your pain will push you into promotion motion the things that thing that made you uncomfortable will make you move but know that uncomfortability can be a an aid to push you into something greater god has a plan and trust and believe that the, you are in that master plan your story may not have been like you know theirs exactly or your story may not have been like mine but understand regardless of what happened to you you have to use whatever test you've gone through your testimonies to share with other people to give god the glory see i'll share a bit about my story see i experienced sexual abuse as a youth and young adult but God had a bigger plan for my life his plan was to catapult me into my destiny you guys listen the abuse caused me to be so full of fear stagnated and repeating the same cycles year after year fighting you guys I had to fight mind battles I had to fight so many things because of the sexual abuse that happened to me the enemy did not want me to survive but you have to understand that when the mind battles were fighting my mind God was telling me your story will bring me glory listen when the battles that you're currently going through are trying to whisper in your ear to say I'm going to kill you God is saying not so I have the final say what you're going through will be used as a testimony I may not look like what I've been through you guys may have heard that but I'm a living testimony that God is is faithful you guys when I was going through my situation fear had literally become a person in my life I'm not kidding it had become just like another person would stand next to you fear had become that real in my life and I began to um, it began to take me captive for over 20 years I did not uh, even tell my parents and, and anyone close to me about what happened to me when I was so so young I didn't really speak my authentic self didn't speak for over 20 years fear did it had controlled me and and it had forced me to have panic attacks so strong in my life that for a, about eight to nine months straight I'm not kidding you guys I had to seek medical attention every single week the enemy wanted to shut me down as a youth and you guys you have to understand this protect your babies you never know what your babies are going through you never know what your kids are going through sometimes when you see a transition and you see them change and you like there's something different about them you need to pray and pay attention because they could have been abused as well or something else could have happened but you guys protect your babies pray for your babies you have to know that the enemy knows that God does not make junk and he fights so unfair that he will try to uh, touch or try to attack 
someone in their youth at four or five years old. It don't matter the age. He don't fight fair. He knows that God does not make junk. And with that said, you have to remember that there's purpose for your life. You have to know that regardless of what you go through, that God has given you a destiny to fulfill. Listen, I was a threat even at the tender age that I was of four, five years old. I was a threat to the enemy that young. I was bold at that age. You ask people that even know me, my parents or whatever, they will tell you I was so bold. I would stand up against even an adult. You know that anyone that tried to come against my family, I, I was a fighter even at that young age. And so the enemy seen that what God had put on the inside of me was even starting to uh, mature and, and that maturation process was happening even at that tender age. So his plan was try to stop me in my youth, but the devil is a liar. What God has put on the inside of me and you, no, not no demon in hell can snatch it out. See, the protector that God had called me to be, the enemy had seen that and he tried to, he came to steal my innocence. He tried to force the voice, the prophetic voice that God has given me. He tried to shut it up, but you have to understand that I was given a voice and I'm going to use it. Even though my I didn't speak my authentic self for over 20 years, fear spoke. I speak today and I declare and decree anyone that mouths are being shut, anyone that feel like they're in a prison, I declare and decree that the, the, the gate that the jail cell opens right now come out of your prison come out of the bondage come out of the very thing that the enemy set up so that you could fall and never fulfill the destiny that God have for your life listen don't allow anything to shut you up when God gives you something to speak share it you have to let the holy boldness you have to literally let even what you've been through be used as a weapon be used as a motivator to stand up and speak and say not so you will not silence me another day listen if you can be silenced then you can be controlled do not allow fear to take the jewels and the pearls and the purpose that God has placed on the inside of you there God had a bigger plan for my life I tried to keep my secret of being abused to myself but God said no I have use of you share it there is somebody that needs to to hear your story there is somebody that you're going to be able to help you guys have to understand that if you don't uh, allow God to heal you from trauma your trauma is going to begin to speak and I was a testament of that the more I held it in the more trauma spoke through me I you know and some people understand um, about that and I'll share a little bit more a little bit later but about my book called the loud secret the secret that I held so dear to me was speaking louder and louder the longer that I began to hold it the terrible attitudes the broken relationships the identity crisis I went through all from just being sexually abused at the tender age of four or five. Listen, God knows that what he's put in you is priceless. He knows that what he put in you is going to cause you to be an earth shaker. He understands that what he put in you will literally tear down the enemy's kingdom once again. And with that said, you have to know that you have to protect your purpose, protect your peace, protect the very thing that God's placed on the inside of you. You guys, because 
because of the things that had happened to me, I literally had got to a place where I had a hatred in my heart for people. I'm not kidding. Because of the pain, hurt, disappointments of my past that I went through. And, and like I said, because of that abuse that happened, I had the terrible attitudes, broken relationships. I couldn't stay in a relationship because I didn't know how to accept love. I could not accept that somebody really wanted to authentically love me. I sabotaged things. And, you know, and, and so I began to have a hatred in my heart for people. I didn't care what people said to me or how I treated people. None of it. I became so mean and disrespectful that I would dare someone to stare at me. But it was all from being hurt as a youth you guys like I said let God heal the trauma the pain was speaking and trying to destroy my life I would even be rude to my family but they didn't know what was going on but God knew you guys God knew exactly what was causing me to act in that manner like I shared my love relationships were so broken the abuse affected my love relationships you know and 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 I was afraid to allow anyone to love me because I didn't even know how or didn't even at that point love myself I didn't know what love really meant and so all I knew was to sabotage something I thought well if I let them get too close to me they're going to to find out the real me and what if it's not enough see that is the enemy the any enemy wants to speak to your mind to constantly cause you to sabotage the very thing that God said is for you you cannot sabotage anything and allow fear to come in your life and and, and 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 allow it to lie to you saying that you're not good enough kick fear out of the way because you are enough listen God had better for me and he had to literally tell me over and over and over again that I'm for you I love you I created you the way that you're supposed to be there's nothing wrong with you I had to be infused with love but you know through going through all those situations I knew with all the patterns and and all the breaking other people heart and then my heart myself I knew something had to change I clearly had an identity crisis because I didn't know who I was or whose I was when I refused to allow God to heal me you guys I was blinded by the pain of my past blaming people call it causing myself to be the victim and not taking responsibility for my life Regardless of what you've been through in your life, you have to understand that God has called you to live a whole life, a whole life. And a lot of times when we sit and blame and and, and not even want to live our lives, the perpetrators most times that have done the things to us, they're living free. They're not thinking about you and I. You have to understand your freedom is for yourself. Do yourself a favor and get free God created us to be free but you have to accept what he's already done when I talked about at the beginning of this John 8 36 who the son is set free is free indeed and so God had to tell me in about two you know around 2012 that it was time to be free he said I have more use of you I need to use you he was using me at that point but it was limited in what he could do I could not really show the the real me I really could not 
operate in the purpose that God had for my life because of the abuse. God said that I need to use you more. And so at that point, I said, listen, I'm, I'm tired of going through the same cycles. I'm tired of seeing the same unprofitable thing over and over and over again. So I forgave the ones who hurt me. I forgave myself for holding on to the abuse too long. I began then to love myself more. I really began to accept my identity and God began to show me at that point who he created me to be. It didn't happen overnight. This is a process, you guys. But at that point, after when I was sharing earlier, um, the, the fear had became a person and was trying to literally hold me captive. And I was going to the hospital all those times and they could never find anything wrong with me. And then eventually uh, the doctor sent a social worker in, in my hospital room and, and, and the social worker began to say, you know, hey, so talk, just talk to me one on one and and say, have you ever thought about counseling? And, and you know, at times we think it's taboo. We think it's, it's something wrong. We stigmatize it. You know, it, all this, um, this your mental case this and that you see a counselor don't do this don't do that but you have to understand that your being free is worth more than your pride your being free is worth more than your ego and so I begin to allow, you know, myself to come out of my comfort zone. And, and I actually did go to uh, a few counselors and some of them didn't work. But the one that eventually worked was a Christian counselor. And so I began to allow this Christian counselor to help me through my healing process. You guys, my life changed God will send you the help that you need and you cannot push the help away because it's something that you're not familiar with. Stop keeping yourself in bondage by pushing away the very thing that you need to aid in your healing process. God works through people. Remember that God literally loved me back to health. We have to be willing to love others back to health as well. Know that God never gave up on me, but I had to step outside of myself and allow God to lead me even after out of my comfort zone to get the help that I need. Even though the arrow was sent against my life, it could not prosper because God refused to sit and to watch me live beneath my privilege beneath what he beneath what he what he had for me over and over again God said enough is enough and he prompted me and allowed me to move forward to get the healing and to start the healing process that I need he was saying it's time for me to move forward and there's so many more people that needed to hear my testimony God said it's time to be free it's time to be free it is time to be free the weapon was sent but it is not successful you guys you have to really begin to grab a hold of what I'm saying today. This is not just a coincidence that you decided to tap in and to listen in. God is speaking to you because he has need of you. Let me put this in your mind. I was in leadership broken. I was speaking, preaching, mentoring, etc. in a broken place for years. But I had to allow God to do surgery, spiritual surgery in me to bring me to the place that I am today. No, I have not arrived to where God God exactly want me to be, but I'm on my way. I'm better than where I was before. And you can be better than what you are right now. If you allow God to do spiritual surgery and what he need to in your life, you have to know that it's okay to get help. It's okay to be free. Help does not mean getting help doesn't mean that you're weak. It means that you are 
in a fleshly body here in this earth and we need help. Give the devil another black eye, you guys, by choosing to get your healing and get back up again. Do what you need to to renew your mind and keep going again. You guys, you have to feel the purpose that God has given you. It's time to fulfill the purpose. This life is bigger than you. Remember that. Majority of the things that you are going to go through in life are not so much about just you, but they're ultimately going to be about the people that you're going to help. You're being prepared, you guys. You can only give so much if you haven't helped yourself first. Listen, I'm gonna repeat that. You can only give give your gift out so much if you haven't helped yourself first. Get help so that you can help the other people that God has literally assigned to your life. There are some of you today that are allowing past divorces to make you feel less than you are, you know, less than yourself. If you, you have to understand, um, if you were the common factor in your divorce or divorces, you got to just be okay and say, I'm going to do something different to change it. You know, if you've been married two or three times, you have to begin to look at yourself. It's okay Get the healing you need. You can get married again, but this time you can stay married. Allow God to heal you. The weapon may have been sent, but it's not successful. Some of you may have been through sexual abuse as well. You have to be willing to deal with that pain and let it go to walk into the fullness of where God wants you to be. Some of you come from broken homes where you didn't have one of your parents in your household growing up. And it feels as if you, you're you lacking or missing something as if you didn't get the training and the encouragement that you needed. But I want to encourage you to let you know that it's not the end of the world. God will give you what you need to succeed. He will infuse you with the wisdom that you need to be everything that he's called you to be. You can be free you could be the man or God the man or the woman that God has created you to be you were created to be a whole person not a half person remember that God makes you whole first and so I just want to just um you know take this time right now to to just reiterate that you're not here by accident God didn't make a mistake when he made you the weapons that were formed They may have been formed, but they won't prosper. You have to rehearse the word in your mind over and over until you believe it in your heart and allow God to fight your battles. Allow God to be with you, to give you the strategy that you need to proceed. I just want to really, you know, encourage you guys to stay standing. Don't give up. Keep your armor on. Keep moving forward. Walk in your calling. Go higher and higher and higher. This is not the time to be sad, but this is the time to be glad because you're still standing, you guys. You're still standing. Like I said earlier, there's breath in your body. And with you being here is proof that there's more for you to do in your life. You know, this is evidence that God has more, regardless of your title, regardless of your race, regardless of your gender. God wants you whole. So you have to begin to rejoice now because the weapon that the enemy sent was sent, but it was not successful. How hard he tried to kill you, how hard he tried to to cause you to be pushed off path, how hard he tried to make you give up and commit suicide, how hard he tried to make you give up. Listen, you're still standing. You may have bruises. You may have scratches. You may have 
wounds. You may literally be hurting as I speak now. But as you hear my voice, I want you to know that God is more sure than that. Everything that he promised you, you will receive. You will reach that place of destiny if you do not give up. You are a queen. You are a king. God has you covered and you have to begin to accept the things that God wants to do for your life. I'm going to pray a prayer for you and I want to speak this blessing over your life. I just declare and decree right now in the name of Jesus that you go forth and you let go of excuses. Let go of any reservations or hesitations or anything that tries to easily push you off path or anything that tries to keep you from moving forward. I declare and decree that this is your time to let go of the unhealthy weights. And this is your time to, to allow God to move in your life so that you can go to higher heights. It's time for higher heights. And when I say higher heights, I'm not talking about just, you know, blood out, uh, huge manifestation, all that stuff immediately. That stuff can happen. But when I say higher heights, you go to higher heights by letting go of things that you, that are not good for you. You go to higher heights by letting go of depression. You go to higher heights by letting go of suicidal thoughts. You go to higher heights by letting go of the negative relationships, by letting go of the baggage from being sexually abused, molested, by letting go of the baggage from being divorced. That is how you go to higher heights. You go to higher heights by listening to what God is saying in this time and agreeing with his word so that you can be free to move forward to destiny. I just want to to just speak that word over you and I just speak right now to um I believe I'm gonna uh, to go forth right now I believe that uh, God is showing me a, a woman that is listening to this and you are crying out as a single mother and um you have a young child and you're listening to this and you're crying out because this is hitting home and God is saying I hear you I've heard your cry I, I, I've heard the prayers that you've prayed listen he's saying that I'm healing you where you hurt and he's saying literally by this time by this time Literally tomorrow, I hear God saying literally by this time tomorrow, God is going to do something that's going to blow your mind. He is He is shifting and changing things on the inside of you and you're going to have a supernatural shift in the things that try to hold you back. God is saying that it's no longer going to be a struggle for you because God is giving you his strength to proceed. This is not the end of your story. This is just the beginning of something beautiful that God wants to do for you and I I see a, a male, an older male, looks like he's in his um, 40s or between 40 and 50 years old. God is saying to you, he, he hears you, he hears your cries, and he's saying that he understands that you want more. You've been asking God to give you more. You've been asking God for more wisdom and, and business strategy. You've been asking God to expand your territory. You have a heart to be an entrepreneur. And, and, and it seems like you've done some entrepreneurial things in the past and you're having a desire to do it again. And God is saying that I'm going to give you the strategy that you need to proceed. I've heard you. He's, excuse me, even in the night hour, I hear that God is going to visit you in the night hour and even in your dreams. And he's going to give you strategies. And when you wake up, you write this stuff down because this is going to be strategies that you need to proceed and go to the higher heights that God have for you. You will look back and say, wow, God really was with me the whole time. He never left me, never forsook me. He was right there with me. Um, and you will be give God the glory. And, um, 
And I also feel led to speak over some teenagers, teenagers, some young adults that may be listening um, between the ages of, of, of 14 to 18 years old. Um, uh, God is really saying that it's not too early for you to move forward with your purpose. It's not too early for you to start and to listen to what God is telling you. It's not too early for you to be used by God. Let go of excuses. Understand that you were made who you are for a reason. You may feel like you don't you don't um, fit in and that's okay because God has created you to stand out. He's created you to be different. He's created you to prosper. He's created you to go forth in the on the path that he has chosen for you. Don't be ashamed or afraid just because you don't have the same desires of your peers. Your peers may want to go to the mall and, and do all this stuff excuse me, and, and go forth um, doing things that, of course, other teenagers want to do. But um, I see that God is use, using you, this group, using specific people within this age, um, age range. I see God using you and maturing you way quicker. And so the things that you're interested in, you're interested in things that 30-year-olds and 40-year-olds um, are interested in, and God is giving you the wisdom of an older person. Think it not strange because he did not make a mistake when he gave you these gifts. Uh, take heed to what God is doing. Uh, spend time with him and watch what he does for your life. He's going to cultivate, help you cultivate the gift and he's going to help you uh, continue to be in position so that he can use you the way that he sees fit. So don't compromise who you are just because of what your peers are doing, but know that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're in the right place at the right time. And so I just wanted to release those words over you all. And um, I just uh, pray blessings to you guys. And I'm just going to end this in prayer. But I uh, pray that the, the, this message encourage you guys because you have to understand this is your time of increase, your time of elevation, your time to literally allow God to use you like never before. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I just come before you and I thank you and I praise you for how magnificent, how wonderful, how loving you are. You are such a good father. You are a father. Father, that literally we can't, we don't really even deserve. You are a father that forgives a God of mercy, a God of grace, a God of love. And I just speak right now in the name of Jesus that there will be no counterattacks and no sabotage against anyone listening to that in this message. There will be no um, uh, sabotage or counterattacks against my life. It, it will not prosper. It is whatever the enemy plot or plan is, he is completely defeated right now. There is confusion thrown in the enemy enemy's camp and the fire of God has burnt down his watchtowers in the name of Jesus. I speak right now in the name of Jesus that there is a full protection, armor of protection around the people of God, that the angels of God are dispatched around us our angels are protecting us covering us and they are keeping us in all of our ways the warfare angels are war the warring angels are warring for us prosperity angels are ministering prosperity um over and in our lives they're preparing the way for us to go forth and to carry out the purpose that god have for us in the name of jesus i thank you father god for the overflow of your anointing the overflow of your grace the overflow of your wisdom that you've given each and every one of us as we listen to this as as we eat this as we go forth with this message that you've given us in the name of Jesus. Father, and I thank you, Father, for the newness, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that we will not be um, discouraged or not 
prevent what it is that you're doing in the life because we don't understand the full picture of what you allow or we don't understand um, every bit and piece of it. But I thank you, God, that we do not lean to our own understanding, but we acknowledge you in all our ways and you are directing our paths. I thank you. So I hear right now. Um, the other uh, God is saying, uh, he's releasing a, it's, it may seem like a strange anointing is going to be a unique anointing over our lives, over the people that are listening. There's a unique anointing that is being released. Father, thank you for the unique anointing that you've released over our lives in the name of Jesus, that we reach the people that we need to reach the Kings, the earthly Kings that we reach, um, in this time and in this season to begin to release the, what it is that you're saying. And I just thank you, Father, that you are literally putting us in that we're operating in our purpose in this time and this season moving forward now and throughout forevermore. Father, we are operating in our season for we have understood that the weapon may have been uh, sent, but it was not successful. We understand that what we went through was just preparing us to be in the place where we are today. We understand, Father, that you didn't make a mistake when you allowed certain things to happen to us because we now we understand that you are a deliverer. We do understand that you are a healer. We do understand that you are a provider. And we thank you, Father, for everybody that is listening to this message. I thank you, Lord, that you just cover, keep, protect your people. Continue shining your grace and your love and your light up on each and every one of us. And I thank you, Father God for a blessing father in each and every person's household i ask you to bless the souls of everybody that is listening father god i ask you father for healing the soul trauma in the name of jesus i ask you father in the name of jesus for protecting those the protecting their souls their mind will and emotions father that their mind will and emotions will not be out of whack they will not be confused but they shall have a sound mind they shall be in alignment to what it is that you're saying that their their will yields um to your will in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for everything that you're doing in each and every person's life that you have allowed me to speak through. And Father, I give you the praise, the glory, and the honor, Father. And give us a hunger, Father, to thirst after righteousness even more, Father, that we may go forth with you, uh, with your word, go forth seeking and thirsting and with the intimacy with you, and that we may Release what it is that you're saying to everyone that you call us to come into contact to. Father, we just thank you, Father. We don't try to figure it all out or be in control of everything, but we allow you to have control over our lives, Father, for you've seen all things. You've seen the end to the beginning, and we know that you will lead us to victory. So we just thank you for protecting us, covering us, keeping us. And we thank you, Father, for the next open door to be a light in this land. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Empower me with Aerie.